Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 432, 432 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her immune system. Hmm, sounds kind of familiar, something we should be talking about. Before we begin this terrific show with our go-to, and that is Chef Abby Gelman, just know that this episode is made possible by our sponsor, Solaray Vitamin, S-O-L-A-R-A-Y Vitamin. And you know, especially with this episode, we're going to be talking about the immune system, and there are so many very important ingredients that are really critical to optimizing your immune system function. So you'll be hearing more about them. Run on over to solaray.com and learn more about everything from your liposomal multivitamin for women to vitamin D to zinc. Oh, I'm giving it away. All the great things we're going to be talking about with regard to the immune system. It's all over there at solaray.com. And here's your first reminder to please, after the episode, run on over to iTunes, click on iTunes, and rate and review the show because we love to hear your feedback. All right, it's time for Her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about Her. Chef Abby, you're back again. Yay. It's so wonderful to see you always, and I learn so much. As everyone out there knows, and anyone new to the Her podcast, Chef Abby Gelman is a royal jewel, a unique novel entity, because she is a culinary nutritionist, meaning she has a master's degree in nutrition science. She's a registered dietitian, and she's also a certified chef, all rolled up into one gorgeous person. That's who we have. So we hold on to her. Actually, she's kidnapped. She's actually the, she's in my basement. We let her out every now and then to do a podcast because she's that valuable. Jeff Abbey, we're going to play today with the immune system. Are you ready to have some fun? Let's do it. All right, man. All right. So the immune system, why is it so important? Well, boy, I'll tell you, after the COVID pandemic, if you don't know about your immune system, I don't know where you've been, maybe another planet. Oh my goodness, you are hit over the head with this. And I think that so many of the, you know, if you go to a health food store, supplement companies, whatever, they were just absolutely running out of every supplement known to mankind because they were told you need to supplement your dietary intake with vitamin D, for instance, and so many others that we're going to be talking about. Why? Because you need to have optimal immune function, especially when you're facing really tough infections floating around the air. And that happens any time of year anyway. And now that we're post-pandemic, I think a lot of this sort of stayed in people's minds and I think they learned a lot. So let's start with vitamin D. Now, Solaray has great vitamin D. We're talking about D3. And it's also found in combinations with, say, for instance, calcium and also in your multiple vitamin, for instance, and in your bone, your complete bone and collagen 
supplement, which I know both of us take all the time. So vitamin D is fat soluble, which means in the best of all world to be nice to take it when you're eating something with a little bit of fat. It could just be several nuts because nuts are filled with fat. You don't have to have like a wheelbarrow of lard or something. You just need a little bit of something to kind of help the vitamin get more optimally absorbed, but it's essential to health and functioning of your immune system. And it's really interesting. It enhances the pathogen fighting effects of monocytes and macrophages. Now, these are white blood cells that are really important in your immune defense. And this is why you heard so much about it during the pandemic. It also decreases inflammation, which also helps promote the immune response because you can't have total body inflammation and get an optimal response. They say in many studies that by supplementing with some vitamin D, you can improve immune response. And most researchers would agree to that. In fact, recent research suggested taking this vitamin may protect against respiratory tract infections, which is interesting. Now with vitamin D, I highly recommend, I highly recommend that you get a blood level done. Most people have no flipping clue as to what their blood level is. Just remember these numbers, or just remember this number, 50 to 60. Forget all the extra stuff that goes with this, right? 50 to 60 is really a great number to go for. So if you find out that your baseline is 20, work with an an educated provider. It could be a registered dietitian, any of your healthcare providers who are knowledgeable in this. And I say that because as a provider, I had to go outside my traditional educational system to be able to become a smarty pants about nutrition. I'm actually a a Pew Foundation scholar in nutrition and metabolism. Boy, the things they don't teach you in medical school. That's why you need to have a knowledgeable person who understands how to be able to tell you how to take something like vitamin D based upon your baseline level. So please encourage your physician, however, or healthcare provider, nurse practitioner, PA, physician assistant, to get that blood level baseline. The other thing that's important here about vitamin D is that in addition to respiratory illnesses, and it's really very helpful in antiviral treatments in general, one of the things that people have found is that they don't get enough in their diet either. And people may not even know where to find it. Chef Abby, take it away. Vitamin D. All right. So I love vitamin D. It's very hard to find in food. So some might know it as the sunshine vitamin. So when you go out in the sun, that is part of how we get our vitamin D. For food, if you get mushrooms that say they were UV treated or or grown with UV light, they will have some of that vitamin D. You might have a little bit of vitamin D in a fatty fish like salmon or the yolk of an egg. And sometimes you'll see it supplemented in milk or orange juice, things like that. But generally speaking, that's pretty much it. So it's really difficult to eat enough or get enough sunshine, especially if you live in a certain climate, right? So I'm in New York City. 
it's definitely gray here too much of the year, getting that ample sunshine all the time. Plus, we're putting on SPF and all the other things at the same time, which blocks it out too. So what you mentioned about getting your levels checked and trying to supplement in a wise, healthy way is definitely the way to go. Fantastic. You know, I have a little story to tell, and I've said this before, but it's just important to drive home the point. And that is about a dozen years ago, as a physician I'm and an academic, I'm always trying to stay on top of all new studies and interesting. So there was a study about, it was a nutrition study. And one of the, oh, by the way, findings, which by the way, end up being the, you know, the golden nuggets in so much of science One of the, by the way, findings was that women who had higher levels of vitamin D and were not deficient and didn't have low levels had a much, much lower risk of ovarian cancer. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Then I said to myself, self, what's your level? Nobody's ever asked me that because it wasn't like a thing yet. So I went ahead and got my level, and here I am, a triathlete. I practically live outdoors, and I was kind of smug and cool and everything. And I thought, hey, you know, I probably have all the vitamin D in the world, only to find out that my level, hold on to your chair, was 17. What? Yep. And so what I did was... I called my primary care provider and I said, okay, that's a joke. You know, who's, who's lab tested? You give me, you no, it's, it's yours. It was very concerning. So I had to take high level vitamin D for six months to drive it up. And I n- mentioned to you before, the number you're kind of looking for is no less than 50. Now I'm going to tell you what the actual, the way you say it is, It's nanomoles per liter. This is why I don't say this, because you're going to go, no, 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 you just lost me. So just remember the number, 50 or greater. So 50 to 60, something like that, perfect, wonderful. It took me six months to get it up there. And now I supplement with vitamin D every single day of my life because I have to. Now, I went and found out using genetic testing what my problem was. Now, to your point, Chef Abby, you should be able to get some sunlight converted to the active form of vitamin D, which is actually a hormone. That should be happening. It's not in a large number of people globally. What I found out in myself was that my receptor for vitamin D was off. Uh, It's called a polymorphism. It's just extremely inefficient. So it'll grab some and convert some, but not so much. So by supplementing with vitamin D, which I use through Solaray, then I'm able to stay right on up there. And you see, I had to then find out how much vitamin D by using my blood level. Otherwise, can you imagine if I just was willy-nilly thinking I was 50, man, I'd be, that's terrible because if you don't have enough on board, you can weaken your bones and it affects your health on the overall. And I noticed that the minute I got my vitamin D back up there, the minute I started doing my supplementation, even though I wasn't still holding it there, I needed a lot of supplement. 
my mood impressed. Yes, vitamin D has a lot to do with mood and energy level. So I felt like, oh, I feel like that's just fantastic. My energy level, oh, the best. So it was a nice little, you know, boon there. But I'm telling you, you know, it kind of made me worry, like, how long have I been walking around like that? I don't know. It is what it is, but I've made up for lost time. So this is why vitamin D needs to have that serum level. Just remember, 50 to 60, that's what we're going for. Okay, everyone cool out there? Have we killed you to death with vitamin D? So important. It's just a tiny little ampule. That's all it is, okay? Let's go to zinc. Where the heck do you find zinc in food? Seafood, seafood, seafood. All right. So it's oyster season. If you like oysters and mussels and clams and all of that, type of shellfish, you're in luck because you can get a lot of zinc from shellfish and some from fish. Those are the highest sources. You can also get some in peanuts and peanut butter. But if you're looking for like one and done, have like six oysters. Pumpkin seeds. Oh, pumpkin seeds. Yes. Pumpkin seeds. They are small but mighty, those pumpkin seeds. I know. They're just like amazing. You can even get protein from them. I mean, they're just, I keep bags of them everywhere and I throw them in salads. I throw them in soups. I throw them, I throw them at you if you walk through the front door. Just here, have a, have a pumpkin seed, you know, or two or 300 or whatever back and forth. So, all right. So why is zinc so, so important? It's a mineral that's added to supplements, healthcare products like you've never seen. Comes in lozenges. It's a great, great immune system function booster. So it's needed for immune cell development and communication and plays an important role in the inflammatory response again. So it also specifically protects tissue barriers in the body and helps prevent foreign pathogens from entering. We need zinc. We want zinc. So now you can understand why zinc was so terribly important during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, you don't want to overdo it with zinc. I mean, zinc deficiency is kind of a rare thing in North America. But really, between you and me, you do need a little extra zinc. So if you're not even getting it from your multiple vitamin, you need to get it from your multiple vitamin, you could always supplement with zinc separately I take an extra 15 every day to be able to stay right on top of everything just in case because the world is still crazy out there and I want to you know have a little bit of money in the bank in the body bank with all the stuff we're getting exposed to now these days so zinc so terribly important vitamin C where do you find vitamin C in food where, where, where? Goodness. Well, so everyone, citrus fruits, everyone automatically goes straight to those oranges and that citrus. But here's a fun fact. Bell peppers have more vitamin C than that orange. What? Yes, right? What? I love it. So have some peppers. That pepper family's got tons of vitamin C. Strawberries, berries is another great way to get that vitamin C. And cruciferous vegetables, so broccoli, cauliflower, things like that. Those are your 
all your top sources right there. Okay. And, you know, vitamin C is also found in your, your solar A liposomal multivitamin as well. And we now have a heap of studies that really show that if you have oxidative stress from respiratory infections, you know, colds and all the rest of it, one of the things that helps is vitamin C because it's a powerful antioxidant and it protects against damage that's induced by oxidative stress. And that occurs, you know, with the accumulation of all kinds of crazy molecules known as free radicals, especially when you're under attack by a cold or whatever. So people use vitamin C kind of freely like that. Again, it's in your multiple vitamin, but also it's a separate supplement for those who, you know, if you're going to be on long travel, coast to coast, 3,000 miles, you're sitting in an airplane for five hours, rot row, let alone if you're flying overseas, especially on those 10 to 12 hour jaunts, you want to have a little extra money in the body bank there for the immune system. So Chef Ambi, I was walking with my beloved German shepherds and we were in the park and I looked up and I saw this beautiful tree and it had these beautiful rich berries on it. And I asked my horticulture friend, what are those? They look amazing. And she goes, ah, elderberry. And I said, no kidding. And then I quickly ate the tree. No, just kidding. <laughs> but yes, oh, I mean, you know, after the, during the COVID pandemic, boy, if you didn't learn about elderberry at that time as a real go-to to be able to help you against bacterial pathogens in the upper respiratory tract, let alone, because so much of what was going on in the pandemic involved, not just viral, but also bacterial infections. And so we needed to really stay on top of all of that. So elderberry, do you do elderberry jam? Do you do, I mean, where do you find, (laughs) what do you do? So most of what I've seen has been some sort of like a lozenge or a syrup. And when I see it a lot at farmer's markets, actually. So if you get it in a syrup, you can dilute it and put it in your tea or dilute it and just drink it. Some people just drink it like a little shot. You can make it into some sort of syrup, like mix it, you know, elderberry syrup for your pancakes or your waffles, what have you, all of that kind of stuff. I've seen that frequently too, but I, I usually don't see people eating the berries. It's, it's more often than not that kind of byproduct in a form of a liquid syrup or, or whatnot. What I found was absolutely amazing was that you could actually see, you know, grab the black elderberry extract with zinc and probiotics. You could do it with a little bit of vitamin C as well. And this is all with Solaray. So you can kind of get a, a double and a triple bang here for your buck when you're really looking for something to help you with your immune response which is so terribly important. So elderberry is like very, very important. And it's easy. It's something incredibly easy. Doesn't it also come, I'm thinking, as a chew, like a gummy? Yeah, like I've seen it as a gummy too. So like a lozenge or a, or a chewable gummy, yeah. I think that that's super important too. And also, hey, listen, while we're at it, to really 
make certain that you're on top of it is if you really want to boost your immune function, eat real food as well. Radical thought and cook it, like throw it together. Chef Abby, please demystify this for us because I think so many people think it's complex. And uh. Yeah, I feel like we talk about this every time. Eating whole foods, put that produce on your plate, whole fruits, whole veggies, grab a banana on your way out the door, grab an orange, put some grapes in your chicken salad, put some veggies in your morning eggs or omelet, or even, you know, I love a good savory oatmeal with veggies and an egg on it. So, I mean, you know, I could give you 500 ideas (laughs) right now, and hopefully none of them seem overwhelming, but yeah, just eat, have a plant, eat some produce. And then of course, I'm going to throw in the exercise component. I know it's something that you and I both do. What do you do for exercise? I'm running again, which is nice. Ooh. Yep. And I'm doing um, kettlebells, which I know you love your kettlebells. And I have integrated some Pilates and bar as I age <laughs> and need to do some more like well-rounded strength and flexibility work. Okay. All right. And everyone knows that I'm just all over the place. I do everything. And so if you want to boost your immune function, that's a fantastic way to do it. It's just really important for people to keep in mind that this is a holistic, integrative approach to taking better care of yourself. So when, you know, it's, yes, you most definitely need to pay attention to nutrition, whole foods, produce, All of that is so terribly important. You're never going to find that in ultra-processed foods, which is just junk stuff. It's not even food. It's a science fair project. So clean eating. But physical activity, even if you just crank out some regular walking every day, and I highly encourage you to try to get as close to eight to 10,000 steps a day as possible because it's so good for you. Obviously choose in the best of all worlds, more of a nature kind of place. I find a park nearby or at least a beautiful neighborhood where you can really enjoy yourself and get some mental benefit out of this as well. But boy, does it really, really help with immune function in a big way. That is so absolutely key. So again, the holistic approach, clean nutrition, a holistic way to be able to look at combining nutrition and exercise, as well as taking into consideration all of these other components that we've just mentioned to be able to help boost immune function. You know, B vitamins are important too. A lot of people, you know, when you look at B complex, they take that separately. And these include B12 and B6 are important to healthy immune function. A lot of people are deficient in these, especially B12, because intrinsic factor, which is required for absorption of B12, is decreased in people as they age. So making sure to stay on top of your B vitamins, but you can get B vitamins from leafy what? Greens! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. You know, like, just go for the deep leafy greens. Just do it. I don't care if it's spinach or, you know, kale or collards or I don't know, right down the damn list. Yeah, all of them. You definitely want it. Curcumin is something that is really cool. It's the main active component in turmeric. 
It's a really powerful anti-inflammatory compound, and it shows that it most definitely helps improve immune function. So again, I actually take that as a separate form of a supplement just to be you know, right on top of it. But I also use all of this in teas. Yeah, it's in a lot of tea lately. I cook with it a lot. The interesting thing that I find about curcumin is that it has a nutrition synergy with black pepper. So if you are cooking and you use turmeric, you want to make sure you have black pepper in your dish also because it helps your body better absorb the curcumin in the turmeric. I love it. And then there's even garlic, you know, it's, it's, everyone kind of knows it's fairly potent anti-inflammatory compound, and it's also got antiviral properties, and it's been shown to enhance your immune system by stimulating protective white blood cells like the NK cells, right, and macrophages. The human research is somewhat limited. The animal research is highly compelling. So you know what I say? Ah, throw some garlic in some of your food. What do you put garlic in? Everything. (laughs) I knew you'd say that. Everything. We put it in everything. Yeah, I really use it in, in almost everything if I'm heating it up. And now I have garlic scapes that have come from the farmer's market. I've been using those. I love garlic. It can go in so many things. 100%. All right. We've just gone through a laundry list of all kinds of cool things we can do to be able to help boost our immune function. And this really includes things that we're doing to be able to enhance our clean eating, our cooking, all the rest of it. And at the same time, we're also augmenting our supplementation And I've given you a little bit of that health and medical as well to be able to increase your knowledge base about things like vitamin D, which is so terribly essential for appropriate immune function. No question about it. And then, of course, I always have to say exercise, exercise, and get your sleep. Get your sleep. You know, if you don't get enough sleep, your appetite and hunger hormones are completely dysregulated. So what are you left with? A nightmare. You will eat everything that's not tacked down when you get up in the morning. So you're playing around with leptin and ghrelin. Ghrelin's that hunger hormone. And leptin also is highly associated with appetite. So you want to be able to stay in control, not out of control. And that's one of the reasons why sleep is essential. So you got sleep, right? You've got exercise, clean eating. You've got your supplementation to be able to kind of round everything out. And then, you know, don't forget your spiritual self and all of this. So I always have my minute and that's my meditation minute, self-reflection, journaling, all the rest of it. You know, you put it all together. It's holistic living. That's what we do here at the Her Podcast. We really support holistic living more than anything else, because that's the way to optimize health and well-being. All right, for the immune system, one last golden nugget from you, Chef Abby. Have a plant. Eat your fruits and veggies. Eat all the things that are that are plants. <laughs> there you go. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I love that one too. Yeah. Well, you know, how many of us raise your hand? Come on, busted. 
How many of you, you go into a grocery store and you just riff? I mean, you're like, you know, who, who needs to write this stuff down? And, and you can't even remember half of what you need. Then you just come home and it's just a mess. So why not just at least write a little something down, put it in your iPhone, in your notes thing, and your little notes app, and then just you'll be able to have a plan like, what do I want in that three bean soup? What do I want in that crock pot chili that I'm putting together? Because I always forget at least two ingredients, and then I'm just like ripping my hair out afterwards. That's why it's important to plan. So I'm so happy you said the four-letter word, plan. Plan is so important. Chef Abby Gelman, how can people learn more about your wonderful work? How can they learn more about it? Oh. What's your web? <laughs> Hello, what's your website? I missed the first part. I thought you said thank you for your wonderful work. So you're welcome. ChefAbbyGelman.com. So C H E F A B B I E G E L L M A N.com or on Instagram or YouTube. You can follow me there as well or Facebook. And your books? Mediterranean Dash Diet is my favorite one. Don't tell the others. And then I have two that are Mediterranean for like the Instant Pot and the electric pressure cooker. And that Amazon is your easiest way to find. Well done. I love it. I absolutely love it. Okay. So we got all of that. Chef Abby, thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge, your wit, and your wisdom with us on the Her Podcast. We just love it. You are our go-to. Thank you, Chef Abby. All right. Well, everyone out there, take a minute to hit iTunes, rate, and review the show because we want to hear from you. And another shout out to our sponsor, Solaray Vitamins, solaray.com, S-O-L-A-R-A-Y. You heard enough about it all throughout this wonderful episode. So solaray.com, check it out. Hey, listen, this has been so wonderful. I enjoy this so much because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Herb Podcast. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. Remember to catch every single episode of the Herb Podcast on iTunes, Radio MD, Spotify, all the platforms. They're out there. Thanks for listening today. Stay safe and stay well.